C. diff, or Clostridium difficile, is a superbug that can cause major problems in hospitals. It leads to life-threatening diarrhoea and intestinal inflammation in patients who catch it, it spreads easily, and patients who do recover often relapse many times afterwards because the spectrum of so-called good bacteria in the bowel also goes off-kilter when you treat the infection. What's needed are highly targeted antibiotics that can hit exclusively C. diff and not affect the good bacteria that we need to keep us healthy. Luckily, Sheffield University's Joe Kirk is on the case. My lab works on Clostridium difficile, which is a bacterium that causes antibiotic-associated diarrhoea. And C. diff actually kills more people a year than MRSA. And one of the problems with C. diff is that it's actually the friendly bacteria in your gut that prevent it from causing disease most of the time. But when you take antibiotics, you kill the friendly bacteria, and that allows C. diff to grow, release toxins, and cause disease. Now, the real problem is that we use broad-spectrum antibiotics to treat C. difficile infections. So that kills the friendly bacteria even more, and that leaves you susceptible to a recurrent infection. So 20% of C. difficile cases actually result in a recurrent infection. So we need a more specific antimicrobial therapy that only kills C. diff. It's sort of catch-22, isn't it? Because in the course of, of treating another infection, you get C. diff because you've used antibiotics, and because you then treat C. diff with antibiotics, you get more C. diff. Yeah, exactly. And how do we break the cycle? So we've been working with a company called Avid Biotics, who are developing more specific antimicrobials that only kill C. diff. And these are in the form of what they call difficines. So difficines are actually made by C. diff to kill other strains of C. diff, kind of like sibling rivalry. And Avid Biotics, the company in San Francisco that we work with, have been able to engineer these difficines so that it targets a broad range of C. difficile strains. How do these difficines that you're exploring, how do they work? Difficines kind of look like bacteriophage, and they are viruses that infect bacteria. And they kind of look like the moon lander with the pod and legs. It looks like that with the pod separated from the legs with the tree trunk. And they bind to the surface of the bacterium, at which point the trunk contracts and it pushes a hypodermic needle-like core through the cell wall of the bacterium. And that causes the formation of a little hole in the cell wall where all of the insides of the bacterium kind of just leak out. So it's almost like the bacterium bleeds to death. And because they're highly specific just for C. diff strains, it means that you could use this and you wouldn't upset the apple cart of the rest of the, the friendly bugs in your bowel, which yeah. would hopefully mean you won't get more C. diff in future. Exactly. That's what we're hoping anyway. And you're now able to shed some light on how these molecules actually do what they do and how they target the right strains of C. diff. Yep. So fortunately for us, uh, Avid Biotics were able to isolate mutant strains of C. difficile that had become resistant to killing by these complexes. And when we had a look at these strains, it turned out that they didn't have an S layer. So the S layer is this shell that coats the bacterium. And when they lost the S layer, they became resistant because the S layer is actually what the complexes recognize and bind to on the cell surface. So when they lost that, the difficines were no longer able to bind. But fortunately, it turns out that these bacterium are completely avirulent, so they're not able to cause disease. And one of the reasons for this is it seems that they can't actually make toxin. And C. difficile toxin is actually what causes all of the symptoms of disease. Right, so you have these C. diff strains that cause disease, they have this S layer. And if 
you use these drugs that have been invented to target C. diff, the bug responds by mutating, so it doesn't make that layer. But in surrendering that layer, it also loses the ability to cause disease. Exactly. Does this mean then that we shouldn't worry about resistance against this new class of potential drugs for treating C. diff? What we'll end up with are just a bunch of C. diff clones in patients that that can't cause them any disease. That's what we're hoping. And there's also some literature that suggests that C. difficile strains that don't cause disease actually prevent other strains of C. diff that do cause disease from actually growing. So it's possible that these SLA mutants may even be beneficial. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it, if if that turns out to be the case. Um, Are we far away from commercialising this? Oh, very far. <laughs> so it's we're, we're early days yet, um, but these agents do show a lot of promise, but there's still a long way to go before these reach the clinic. Nevertheless, it's good to know that there could be a light at the end of the tunnel. Joe Kirk there and his investigations into those new drugs for C. diff have just been published in the journal Science Translational Medicine.